Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) But before we do that, Travis. (laughs) Yes, sir. How is your week bad going, man? First off, you suck. <laughs> Two, it's been good. <laughs> you know, same old, same old. Just living the dream. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was only able to see one movie, and I think I, think we I know all which know movie what... that was. Yeah. I, I think I saw an update about that. I watched Moonfall. No, I'm just. <laughs> Wait, what? Am I saying nobody saw Moonfall? Yeah, basically. <laughs> but I, I, I did see Jackass. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, and what did you think of the movie? Okay, I, I really enjoyed it. It was you could tell that they were having a lot of fun, even though there there was a lot more drama. It seemed like when they did this one than any of the others. Even though there was a lot more drama to it, it seemed like they had more fun, and you could really tell on screen, because it just seemed like everybody was having a good time. Well, that's good. Yeah. And I liked all the stunts, and it it was very, very funny. I think I laughed all the way through. Fantastic. Yeah. Very nice. If you're a fan of Jackass, I would say definitely go, go give it a watch. Okay. Okay. Lots of the same with new people as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they kind of go back and they do older, like, if you haven't seen the other movies, they kind of go back and they redo stunts that they couldn't get done in the other three movies. So it's kind of like them going back and retrying other stunts and things. So, I mean, you really don't need to see the other movies to see this one, which is kind of nice about that sort of thing you don't have to keep track very nice very nice Alrighty. yeah cool (laughs) how about you did you watch anything no no okay i know surprise surprise big surprise i've been uh i want to i really Mm -hmm. do i just have some other stuff going on like trying to edit this podcast and uh other stuff yeah uh (laughs) You'll get it figured out sooner or later, man. Eventually, eventually. Yeah. Uh, but what do you say then? We hop into some uh, movie news. Let's hop on in. First thing that we have. Yes. The Razzie nominations have been put out. Okay. Uh, and I mean, honestly, like, yeah, sometimes the Razzies are good for a chuckle or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, uh, apparently. You can basically pay forty dollars, and mm-hmm. then vote for whatever you want for the worst movie. Okay. And like you know, you, you don't even have to have watched the movie. Okay. So, uh, I mean, it's gonna be the the Razzies will be held the day before the Oscars on March twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's there's there's a lot of a lot of um, uh, apparently Diana the Musical, that I did not know was a thing that's apparently on Netflix. Uh, yeah, that guy, been, worst picture, or has been is walking nominated. away with mm-hmm. a lot of nominations. Although there is a special category in there that uh, caught my eye, 
Oh, yeah, where it's just all uh, a certain actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, l- let's just say the special category is Bruce Willis in American Siege, Bruce Willis in Apex, Bruce Willis in Cosmic Sin, Bruce Willis in Deadlock, Bruce Willis in Fortress, Bruce Willis in Midnight in the Switchgrass, Bruce Willis in Out of Death, and Bruce Willis in Survive the Game. <laughs> He's been in a few movies that were released this, this past year. Uh, yeah, quite a few, and none of them came to theaters, honestly. Yeah, I don't remember seeing anything for any one of them. Uh, yeah, no, me neither. Although we did kind of take a look at one of them, like, oh, just well, before yeah, recording here. Mm-hmm. But that's because it said that it was releasing this week, even though it's right. been released for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that is <laughs> Apex, but... Right. Uh... Yeah, well, yeah, that one is, it, it's been it's been out for a while, so we're not actually going to be talking about it, but mm-hmm. one thing I wanted to check out, we have Survive the Game, okay, that apparently is Bruce Willis and Chad Michael Murray. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a name that you haven't heard in a while. Yeah, no, you have not. Oh. I was trying to think of the last time I've seen Chad Michael Murray. Um, well, let's see. I mean, he he's been in stuff. He has been in stuff. Oh sure. Uh, let's see I honestly th- want to say I think the last time I saw him in, in, in him in anything was House of Wax. Well, he was in the TV show Riverdale. Was he? Okay. And then he was in uh, Agent Carter, okay. the the spinoff of you know Captain America and mm-hmm. Peggy Carter, all that stuff. He was in some episodes of that. Okay. Um, he was in a Medea Christmas. Oh, award-winning. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> Fruitvale Station. Okay. I've heard of that one. And then before that, that's when, you know, Love or One Tree Hill was still on. Wow. We're going to feel old and dated. <laughs> so in just under two months, mm-hmm. One Tree Hill will have been off the air for ten years. Oh, wow. House of Wax was 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. A Cinderella story was 18 years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, he was in Freaky Friday? What? With Lindsay Lohan? And Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. I think she he was the love interest, wasn't he? As Jake. Okay. So, possibly? I'm going to guess yeah. that's probably what it was, yeah. but okay. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> we have the Razzies. Mm-hmm. That that are coming up, which I believe that well to go along with the Razzies, apparently there's another award called the Stinker's Bad Movie Award. Okay. <laughs> uh, that in 1984 was won by a picture by the name of Worst Picture uh, was won by a movie by the name of um, Dune, oh. directed by David Lynch. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at that, David Lynch. Uh, we just have received word, is actually going to be in The Fablemans, which is Steven Spielberg's kind of like halfway biopic movie. I always forget that David Lynch is also an actor and not just a director. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, he directed like Dune and um, Eraserhead, Mulholland Drive, Blue Velvet, mm-hmm. um, The Elephant Man. Yep. Which I think, isn't The Elephant Man basically what put John Hurt on the map as well? Pretty much, yes. Or was he in? Or was Alien before that? Um, that's a good question. I um, 
I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. Yeah, Alien was 1979. Okay, all right. And then, yeah, Elephant, The Elephant Man was 1980. And that was John Hurt, right? I'm not going crazy. I believe so, yes. Yeah, yeah he was John Merrick in The Elephant Man, 1980. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I, I did not actually, my, my mind actually worked for once. Go me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so David Lynch is in an unspecified role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it says that he's in post-production of the Fablemans. So I don't know exactly how David Lynch is joining the cast. Mm-hmm. Unless they already like, they had filmed all of his stuff before. And, you know, now it's just kind of coming to light that he's in the movie. Oh, that could very well be, too. But yeah, his role remains a closely guarded secret. Okay. It's usually a staple thing that Steven Spielberg will do, because he doesn't always like to give away all the secrets, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to jump the shark. I think your segues have jumped the shark, Travis. I was. I, wa- I, I just wanted to reference that I wanted to say this twice in two weeks, but yet it, it worked out. So I thought it was a good segue, but it is what it is. <laughs> Uh, speaking of sharks, mm-hmm. we have a title, a working title, mm-hmm. for the Meg sequel called Meg 2 The Trench. Ooh, spooky. Hey, I like it, and I mean, it makes sense since where the first one ended. Right. Well, I mean, as far as I know, Rain Wilson is not in the sequel, correct? Uh, <laughs> as far as I know... <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, we're going to have Jason Statham, absolutely. Well, of course, uh, right. We, are, we already knew that. We already talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have Meg to the Trench. And then uh, Ben Wheatley is in the director's chair, which I really don't know any of his movies. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to kind of throw this out there, too, with, with Meg. Apparently, uh-huh. I did not know this. Apparently, Jason Statham was bummed that it was rated PG-13. Because he thought he was signing on for what he believed to be a much more violent project. See, I mean, that makes sense. Because I remember hearing something about that, that he didn't like that it was PG-13. And I thought that that movie would have been better as an R. But, arr, an R pirate. <laughs> Not yet. But I get it that they want to make more money. Yeah, and, and it, it made money. do that. Of course, yes, it did. It it made money. It made a buttload. You could say it made a ass kick load. Ha! On that <laughs> very uh, uh, loose segue, Chloe mm-hmm. Grace, Chloe Grace Moretz, uh, <laughs> apparently is joining Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, in a movie called White Knight, which is about the uh, which is about Jonestown. Let's mm-hmm. just say that, uh, where Joseph Gordon-Levitt is playing uh, uh, Jim Jones, the leader Correct. of Jonestown. Yes. That's and then true. that was 1978, and then over 900 people died in one of the largest mass murder suicides on record. That was on. That was the one about the Kool Aid, right? That's the. That's where the saying "Don't drink the Kool Aid" came from. Okay. Huh. Interesting. But. Actually, that that reminds me. Mm-hmm. I think there's actually another uh, another Jonestown movie coming out that we talked about before that people were kind of upset about. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought I remember her hearing something about that. Let me just. Uh, 
Okay, that's not showing it. Yeah, so it looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo! Is going to be, as of right now, as far as I can tell, is going to be playing jim jones in his own version of a biopic of jim jones that's right yeah that's right it it is leo isn't it yep okay all right so apparently there's two uh two jim jones movies and jonestown movies Mm -hmm. coming out with leonardo dicaprio and joseph gordon levitt who are both in inception they sure are which is a beautiful looking movie you know who else makes beautiful looking movies Who's that? Roger Deakins. Sorry. <laughs> Sir Roger Deakins, as he has just been knighted. Good for him. He's the, he's the first cinematographer to re- receive this recognition. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I mean, I know, I know we've talked about Roger Deakins a ton on this podcast before. Oh, we have. So much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you look at something like, well, you look at, like, Skyfall and just the artwork that is the cinematography there or blade runner 2049 mm-hmm. um or like no country for old men uh or something as dark as prisoners where it's i i know you haven't seen prisoners but i know that that movie is extremely dark mm-hmm. i mean even even things like the shawshank redemption and mm-hmm. fargo he, he did mm-hmm. fargo and the big lebowski like he's he does a lot of coen brother movies yeah, because I think he did a yeah he did a Serious Man, mm-hmm. he did Hail Caesar, yep, and then he did 1917 most recently. Wow, that's awesome. But yeah, so he's been he's been knighted. Uh, apparently, Prince Charles did the knighting ceremony. I don't know what's happened with the Queen, but haven't seen the Queen for a while. Oh, I'm sure that was a real rush for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like especially like I said, this is he's the first cinematographer ever to receive this award. Mm-hmm. But to become, like, as much of a household name, or as much as you can, I guess, become mm-hmm. a household name as Roger Deakins has. Right. It makes sense. Definitely, definitely. You know who hasn't been knighted yet? Who's that? Jeffrey Rush. That's a shame. It is. It is. Because, I mean, he, he got me to believe in ghost stories. Right. <laughs> ghost uh, stories, but yes. you're in one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for, for catching yep. that. You're welcome. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss One. You're in one. You're in one. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so Jeff- Jeffrey Rush is going to be playing Groucho Marx in a movie called Raised Eyebrows, which is basically wow. uh, an adaptation of a memoir um, by Steve Stoliar, mm-hmm. which is called Raised Eyebrows, My Years Inside Groucho's House. So this is this takes place between like seventy three and seventy seven, which is why they have oh, wow. Jeffrey Rush playing Groucho Marx. Right. Uh, I mean that's pretty uncanny, on the way on looks at least. Yeah, I mean they they need to give him a little a uh, little bit more eyebrows and a mustache. Uh, oh sure. But yeah, no. Apparently, uh, Groucho Marx passed away in seventy seven. Okay. So it's you know the last last bit of Groucho Marx's life basically. And what did he end up dying of? Uh, I'm guessing just old age. Okay. He was 80, or sorry, pneumonia. 
Pneumonia, okay. Yep, he was 86. That's too bad. I mean, born 1890, died 1977. That's a full life. That's a pretty long time there. Yeah, it is, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I, we'll have to see how it all goes. And then they've got, you know, kind of somebody that not a lot of people know mm-hmm. playing uh, Steve Stolinar, or Stoliar. Mm-hmm. And that is Charlie Plummer. Hey, Charlie. No. Not that Charlie. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, basically, I don't, I don't know if he's really been in too much. Mm-hmm. I know he was the main character in uh, the adaptation of Looking for Alaska, which is a uh, young adult book. Okay. Oh, and he also did play John Paul Getty III in All the Money in the World. Like the young okay. young John, oh. John Paul Getty III. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is the one that um, Christopher Plummer came in and replaced Kevin Spacey. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. As John Paul Getty, mm-hmm. I believe. Right? It, it was it was something like that i remember hearing about that because i believe we were talking about that right before the pandemic hit yeah yeah christopher Plummer replaced him as john uh, j paul getty mm-hmm. okay and then uh yeah nothing nothing really after that oh no he's in moonfall uh <laughs> <laughs> okay as sonny harper okay and then yeah now he's now he's basically one of the main characters in this new movie uh raised eyebrows Mm, i like it okay i believe i believe (laughs) i don't doesn't actually say that he's playing uh steve stoliar Mm -hmm. so we'll we'll have to see how it goes most definitely that sounds good man you know what else sounds good what's that music by john williams uh yeah because he's amazing so as of tomorrow as of recording Mm mm-hmm John Williams will be 90 years old. So wow. right around the time that we release this episode, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, knowing nowadays we have to actually say that because... Well, you no, I mean, like, oh, fingers crossed that I'll have the episode out tomorrow. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I was thinking <laughs> that, like, well, what if he dies before then? <laughs> that would be insanely sad. But, I mean, he's still, like, really active right now. He is, Yeah. Because he's he's writing the score for the Fablemans, mm-hmm. which again is the Steven Spielberg project, which is his 29th film co- collaboration with Steven Spielberg wow. uh, since their first, The Sugarland Express, in 1974. Oh my God! Wow. Uh, but yeah, it looks like they're going to be kind of honoring him uh, at the uh, Kennedy Kennedy Center. Okay. And then. The National Symphony Orchestra is billing it as a 90th birthday gala concert on June 23rd. Uh, so, like, Yo-Yo Ma will be there. Uh, the violinist and Sophie Mutter will be there. And then Steven Spielberg will be there. Wow. But, yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy. Um, but I think, I think Steven Spielberg put it pretty well mm-hmm. when John Williams got the American Film Institute's Life Achievement Award. Okay. When he said... Without John Williams, bikes don't really fly, nor do brooms in Quidditch matches, nor do men in red capes. There is no force. Dinosaurs do not walk the earth. We do not wonder. We do not weep. We do not believe. And then he said, John, you breathe belief into every film we have made. (sighs) 
Okay, that just gave me the chills. Right? <laughs> oh, I like that. That was good. And I mean, it's it's all it, it it's the truth. It really is. You know, without without John Williams' score to be there when we see Superman fly mm-hmm. or to be there when you know the the T-Rex comes smashing in and and gets the the raptor in the first Jurassic Park. Mm. You know, when when E.T. E.T.'s finger lights up and the bikes start flying to get away from the cops, uh-huh. you know, that we don't believe unless we have John Williams' score there yep. to help us. Every t- Everybody needs that little help every now and again. And if it's, you know, seeing something on screen or even listening to a piece of music that touches our hearts, mm-hmm. that's that's what matters most. Happy birthday, Mr. Williams. Happy birthday, sir. Ah, uh, wow that that got that got a little um. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, coming back to uh, some other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Sorry, to one more thing. There's a YouTube video out there where this guy basically, before the first Star Wars or Star Wars Episode One came out. Okay. Uh, they made like a little music video. I think it was Star Wars Episode 1. Might have been Star Wars Episode 3. I don't know. Okay. But it was one of the prequels. They made a music video that was them basically singing lyrics about Star Wars to all the John Williams tracks. And it ends with, John Williams is the man. No, I like that. That's awesome. It was pretty great. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, as as much of a household name as... I, I keep saying household name... Uh, as much as everybody knows John Williams, not a people know uh, Doug Jones. Or they know him, but they don't know his name. They've likely seen him in a lot of things. Absolutely. But you might not have been able to see his face. Absolutely. He's, he's very much a uh, prosthetic actor. Very much so, yes. But Doug Jones apparently is going to be back for Hocus Pocus 2. His character, if you don't know, was Billy Butcherson. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah doug jones uh he was billy butcherson in hocus pocus he'll be returning as the same character in hocus pocus 2 mm-hmm. uh he was abe sapien in the uh ron perlman hellboy movies yes he was uh he was fauno and pale man in pan's labyrinth yeah uh he was he was the amphibian man in shape of water mm-hmm. he's commander saru in star trek discovery yeah. Uh he's apparently been in, in episodes of What We Do in the Shadows recently as Baron Afanas. I've been wanting to watch that. That's what I've heard too, okay. It looks really good. Yeah, it does. Um uh, He was the bye bye man in The Bye Bye Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh Ghoul Marcus in Ouija Origin of Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see here. He was Edith's mother and Lady Sharp in Crimson Peak. Oh, that's a good movie. Okay. So, basically, he had... Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the Silver Surfer in Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, yes, he was. Uh, but, yes, basically, he tweeted out uh, a picture of him in costume as Billy Butcherson in Hocus Pocus 2. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing that uh, Disney was like, ah, mm, no. <laughs> and so he deleted it but he still kept you know the re- replies that he did to the 
Um, so people replied to his tweet, and then he replied to them, and he still kept those. Okay. Firefly from hell. <laughs> Apparently he was in Doom, the 2005 movie. Was he really? Okay. As Dr. Carmack Imp and Sewer Imp. Sewer Imp. Yeah, so not, not Dr. Carmack, but Dr. Mm-hmm. Carmack Imp. It's been forever since I've seen that, and I didn't even really like it, so... <laughs> Yeah, it was The Rock not being what we know The Rock as nowadays. Yeah, he didn't put out quality like he does now, back then. Well, I was watching something, and they were watching Doom. Mm -hmm. And they are like, yeah, that's so weird seeing The Rock is, like, bad. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? But then it's, like, I think right around that time is, well, what did they say? It was was the time that he did his heel turn in wrestling. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So that was uh, when he did... um, uh, let me, um, it wasn't for uh, that football one game plan. Um, it was for. It's been so long. It's been like like two thousand four, two thousand five. Did you know mm-hmm. that Doug Jones is in Mystery Men, and he's also in the music video short for Smash Mouth All Star? I did not know that. What does he play? He is Pencilhead. And I am his son of Pencilhead. <laughs> son of Pencilhead. <laughs> yeah, Doug Jones is Pencilhead. <laughs> I always get a kick out of Dane Cook. I'm the Waffler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, I have to rewatch Mystery Men now. Thanks. You're welcome. And he was also the Thin Clown in Batman Returns. Thin Clown in Batman. I'm yeah. guessing one of the ones that Batman fought. Probably. Hmm. Okay. All you right. know, maybe maybe punched him once or twice. That could be. Yeah. Had a good had a good boxing match with him. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you have to. Speaking of boxing. Yeah. George Foreman mm-hmm. has a biopic. Interesting. Okay. Or is going to have? I should I should say is going to have a biopic. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been delayed by two weeks. It was going to be released March 24th, 2023. Mm-hmm. It is now going to be released April 7th, 2023. Well, hopefully with those extra two weeks, they can really cut the fat. Just like his his foreman grill. <laughs> uh, I want you to know that that physically pained me. I'm sure it did. <laughs> why don't you call a doctor uh well i just want to say so apparently this was set to open against heart of a lion which i don't know what that one's about honestly okay let's see if we can figure it out quick moving on moving on heart of a lion wait no this one is called heart of a lion Oh, so this movie is called Heart of a Lion. Okay, all right. Wait. Sony pushes release for George Foreman biopic by two weeks. Yeah, so, okay, this this is really confusing because the article that we're reading here, it says the untitled Affirm film feature uh, starring Chris Davis, Sullivan Jones, and Forrest Whitaker was previously set to open against Sony Pictures Entertainment sports drama Heart of a Lion. Oh, wait. Wait, what? This 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 is just a disaster of an article. <laughs> because it says 
here. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read this entire thing here quick. Okay. Sony has pushed back the release of its upcoming biopic unboxing Great George Foreman by two weeks from March 24th to April 7th, 2023. The untitled Affirm feature films feature starring Chris Davis, Sullivan Jones, and Forrest Whitaker was previously set to open against Sony Picture Entertainment's sports heart drama Heart of a Lion, Lionsgate's John Wick Chapter 4, and an unnamed film from Universal Pictures. Its competition on its new date for the moment include just one untitled project from DreamWorks Animation, and then there's more to go from there. But it says the untitled Affirm Films feature starring Chris Davis, Sullivan Jones, and Forrest Whitaker... But then you look at Heart of a Lion, which is the Sony Pictures Enter- Sony Picture Entertainment's uh, sports drama, mm-hmm. stars uh, Chris Davis, Sullivan Jones, and Forrest Whitaker. Okay, that's just so confusing. So I feel like they messed up on their article. Yeah, it seems like they should have had somebody read that before they put it out. Right. But I right. mean, to each his own, I guess. So, I mean, it is in post production right now. I think they said that Forrest Whitaker was going to be playing his uh, coach, basically. There was some, yeah, it was something like that. I remember us talking uh, about it another week. Uh, but yeah, so Chris Davis is going to be playing George Foreman. Um, and so he was in, uh, Chris Davis was in Space Jam, A New Legacy as Malik. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Judas and the Black Messiah as Steel. And he's been in Atlanta, the TV series, as Tracy. Okay. So... We'll see how all of that goes. And then um, Sullivan Jones is going to be playing Muhammad Ali. Okay. We'll see if he can float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. So, yeah. Uh, moving on moving on two weeks. So, we're moving on to mm-hmm. Dane DeHaan, who is joining the movie uh, Oppenheimer, which is the new Chris Nolan movie. That's awesome. That's t- like, that cast just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. So, just as a reminder, this cast now includes in, with Dane DeHaan uh, now includes Killian Murphy mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. Matt Damon Emily Blunt Florence Pugh Rami Malek and Josh Hartnett that's crazy yeah but I like it I it, like it's it. gonna be it's gonna be oh boy <sighs> I don't mean to uh, to put this pun in here but it is going to be the bomb Dane the bomb <laughs> so there i know there are people that don't like dane dehan mm-hmm. because i feel like things that are out of his control so okay i feel it's like another batfleck situation where he wasn't given good material mm-hmm. or like given good direction on how to portray the material so dane dehan a lot of people know as the Green Goblin in Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. And also as, uh, hold on, Valerian. There we go. Valerian. Oh, yeah, Valerian. Yep. Where he put yeah. on this weird, like, surfer dude kind of yep. voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I'd, like, Amazing Spider-Man 2 just in and of itself was a bit of a train wreck, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not as bad as people say that it is. But it's, you know, one of those things where it, it got a bad taste le- left in people's mouth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. With, like, you know, the main thing that they show in the trailers with him going after Rhino being literally the last shot in the movie. Right. Um, and, like, just going very weird with the Green Goblin and 
uh, certain deaths in the movie and uh, just kind of everything trying to go all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly really like Dane DeHaan. And if you've ever seen, uh, oh, what was it? It was it was um, the one where the teens get the powers. Oh, Chronicle. Chronicle, yes. That also had, um, why can I not think of his name? He was in Black Panther. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yes, Michael B. Jordan. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, so that was like <laughs> one of the some of the first movie for, you know, Michael B. Jordan and Dane DeHaan. I also and, really liked him in, uh, it was a movie that came out, I think I want to say like three or four years ago. It was uh, him, I forget who else is in it, but I know it's directed by Gore Verbinski. It was called A Cure for Wellness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That movie was really good and I think underappreciated. So he gets a he gets a bad rap just because he was in Spider Man, the Amazing Spider Man too. Yeah, Jason Isaac was in A Cure for Wellness. Yep, that's it. That'd be him. Gotcha. And that was uh, okay. That was that was 2016. Yeah, not long ago. 2016, 2017. That sounds okay. about right. Fantastic. So. We have we have that to look forward to. Um, that being said, uh, we just have some trailers and movies premiering this next week. Travis, do you have anything you want to say about uh, any of the movie news or any other movie news that we had this week? Not that I can think of. So, that being the end of the movie news, mm-hmm. make sure you visit us at Facebook, Facebook, right? Facebook.com slash movies are thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing and no space dash slash and at movies are thing. I totally messed that up. I did not do good that time. Wow. <laughs> okay we'll try later it's okay okay going on to some trailers mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one that we have is after yang i don't know about you but this movie reminded me a lot of another movie that came out many years ago yeah um it reminded me of a little movie called bicentennial man see the first the first ones that i got was ex machina okay all right and I can definitely see that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I can, I can see, see, like, that's the thing to begin with. Yes. I could see Bicentennial Man, but then it got into the, you know, you start hearing the mm-hmm. in the trailer and you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> and then it starts going creepy. And that's when it started to go ex machina, which mm-hmm. I've said it before. I'll say it again is a fantastic movie. You have to be mentally prepared for it, and it is rated R, for very good reasons. Mm-hmm. Very, very good reason. Um, but yes, uh, I would check out. You know, maybe just kind of the the warnings for why it's rated R, and you know, if you're if you're okay with that, then yes, go watch Ex Machina. <laughs> did I did I tell you what my coworker said to me after I had him watch Ex Machina? No, what? Like I I walked up to him and. He's like, you know what? This weekend I watched a movie. I'm, okay, cool. Which movie? Ex Machina. Oh, really? What'd you think? I hate you. I loved it, <laughs> but I hate you. Yup. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> but yeah, you have to be you have to be in the mi- right mindset for Ex Machina. But I definitely sure recommend do? it. I feel like this movie is going to be uh, kind of along the same vibes. Travis, you you were saying before that it reminded you of another movie too. Yeah, a little bit of, uh, well, directed by Steven Spielberg, uh, oh, yeah. AI. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can see that, too, you know, kind of wanting to be, 
wanting wanting to be a real boy and um <laughs> pinocchio no uh <laughs> which basically is what ai is is we wanting to be a real boy with the blue fairy and everything right mm-hmm. but you know wanting to be human um and you know is basically an adopted robotic adopted child of a family mm-hmm. you know because they they say you know do we want to give the the other kid that's in the family or how can we replace yang as as their sibling you know do you really want to get right. a new one as their sibling right right yeah so i can definitely see the ai portion of that mm-hmm. but it's got colin farrell in it kind of dropped the ball there but yeah <laughs> my bad he was the only one that i recognized yeah actually you you are right after yeah jody turner smith played the wife okay uh let's see here queen and slim I kind of remember that movie that came out 2019 it's, yep that was around christmas time so that would have been right after you left what are you trying to say I was just trying to think of where I was at that time. Yeah, and that that's the one with uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Kaluuya, sorry, mm-hmm. and Jodie Turner-Smith as Queen and Slim. Yep, that was the one where they they go on the run. A uh, couple's first date takes an unexpected turn yeah. when a police officer pulls them over. Yep. Yeah, so that's Jodie Turner-Smith. And then, uh, let's see here. I want to say, I want to see who, played Yang, who plays Yang in this movie. <laughs> Okay. Uh, ben Hargreaves in the Umbrella Academy. Okay. I've never watched all of that. It looks like he's in a few episodes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not not really known for a lot. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Justin H. Min is the name of the actor who plays Yang in After Yang. Okay. Huh. Interesting. So, I don't know. After Yang looks good. Looks like a good movie. Yeah, i check it out, definitely. Uh, the next trailer that we have is one called No Exit, which I say, no thanks. <laughs> I think it looks really good. I mean, it looks good, but I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> <sighs> like, everybody in that movie just look like, I've seen them all before. Like, obviously, the, the oh, it's one. it got the Allstate guy. Yeah, it's got the Allstate guy, also president on 24. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got... Uh, oh, gosh. Um, I'm so drawing a blank, and this is embarrassing. Dale Dickey? Yes. I'm trying to Who think what Elsie else Elsie in Hell or High Water. Uh, Mrs. Davis in Iron Man 3. That's right. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Um, it's got... So, uh, Havana Rose Lou is playing the main character. Uh, okay. The main character's name is Darby. Mm-hmm. And let's see here. Hasn't really been in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a movie called Mayday in 2021. Mm-hmm. And then a couple shorts. And then The Sky is Everywhere is going to be released maybe soon. And now No Exit. Okay. I'm going to say oh. it reminded me a lot of uh, The Hateful Eight, where okay. they're all kind of stuck in one room and they're trying to figure out who did what. Right, right. Yep. And there's there's definitely a red herring. Oh, most definitely. Uh, you can you can pretty pretty well suss out the red herring just <laughs> right away. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. And no exit. I mean, it looks good. It just doesn't look like something that I would watch. Well, it definitely looks like something I will watch, so I will have to let you know. Fantastic. Uh, and then last trailer that we had is actually a new trailer for I Want You Back. So we've had a trailer before, mm-hmm. but this is a new one that was released within the last week. That this is So I Want You Back is the movie with Charlie Day and Jenny Slate basically trying to get back their exes after they've yep. moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, still looks hilarious. Still looks like I would just cringe at most everything that happens. <laughs> so I don't think I'd be able to watch it. Right. But it's... <laughs> yeah it'll be it'll be interesting i would give it a shot i mean i like charlie day i like everybody in it so i mean it looks like it might be very cringy like you said very but, much so yes but it might also be a good time though too we just okay. don't know for sure until we see everything or right until everything's out right um but yeah that's basically uh all the trailers that i saw for this week okay uh, which means we get to move on to the movies that are premiering this week. So the first movie that we have is Death on the Nile, which is rated PG-13. Belgian sleuth Hercule Poirot, Egyptian vacation aboard a glamorous river steamer, turns into a terrifying search for a murderer when a picture-perfect couple's idyllic honeymoon is tragically cut short. Set against an epic landscape of sweeping desert vistas and the majestic Giza pyramids, this tale of unbridled passion and in incapacitating jealousy features a cosmopolitan group of impe- impeccably dressed travelers and enough wicked twists and turns to leave audiences guessing until the final shocking denouement. IMDb does not have a score for this one. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 69 nice percent. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Metacritic is sitting at a 51. I think we all know my thoughts on this movie. I... I... <sighs> I didn't, I didn't like the murder on the Orient Express, Ooh. and I have no, Ooh. no desire to see this. Ooh. <laughs> I really enjoyed Murder on the Orient Express, and I've literally been waiting for this movie for years. I know you have. Like, I think it was supposed to come out in 2020. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, it was supposed to come out in 2020, and then everything shut down, and then it got delayed, 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 and then it got delayed. And so now you're telling me that used. it got delayed? <laughs> once, once or twice. Once or twice. But, yeah, I, I do want to see this one. I love the cast. I really do. It's a very good cast. Uh, the, the director is, you know, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Can't go wrong. And it's a whodunit. Maybe if I rewatch the murder on the Orient Express, I'll, I will give this one a shot. And give a give a Shakespearean actor Kenneth Branagh give it give it a shot. That's all I ask. <laughs> okay, like he was the one part of when I saw it originally. I really liked his character in it. Well, he he's the only compelling. returning character. Hmm. And and if I saw it, he would be the reason why I saw it. Mm-hmm. But I might I, I might have to give this one a shot. It, it just doesn't intrigue me right now. But that might change. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you don't want to see it for uh, Annette Bening or Russell Brand or Gal Gadot? I'd see it for Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, moving on to our next one. 
Okay. We have Marry Me, which is rated PG-13. Kat Valdez is half of the sexiest celebrity couple, power couple on Earth with hot new music supernova Bastion. As Kat and Bastion's inescapable hit, inescapable hit single Marry Me climbs the charts, they are about to be wed before an audience of their fans in a ceremony that will be streamed across multiple platforms. Divorced high school math teacher Charlie Gilbert has been dragged to the concert by his daughter Lou and his best friend. When Kat learns seconds before the ceremony that Bastion has cheated on her with her assistant, her life turns left as she ha has a meltdown on stage questioning love, truth, and loyalty. As her gossamer world falls away, she locks eyes with a stranger, a face in the crowd. If what you know lets you down, then perhaps what you don't know is the answer. And so, in a moment of inspired insanity, Kat chooses to marry Charlie. What begins as an impulsive reaction evolves into an unexpected romance. But as forces conspire to separate them, the universal question arises. Can two people from such different worlds bridge the gulf between them and build a place where they both belong? IMDb uh, does not have a score for this one. Mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes does not have a score for this one. And Metacritic, guess what? Does not have a score for this one. Yeah, no, I have n no desire. <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, from what I've seen in this movie, or from about this movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, look at that. So it's, it's Jennifer Lopez and it's Owen Wilson. Yep. Uh, apparently, John Bradley is in it as well, and Sarah Silverman, uh, and Jimmy Fallon. I'm guessing makes an appearance as himself. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so basically, like their their single is called "Marry Me," right? Mm -hmm. And so everybody's holding signs for "Marry Me, Marry Me," and uh, Owen Wilson's character, who is this uh, Charlie Gilbert, basically gets a sign shoved into his hands that says "Marry Me," and so everybody is you know. Like when Jennifer Lopez reveals that she's been cheated on, the wedding's off, whatever. Everybody else like lowers their signs, but he's kind of just halfway holding his sign still. Mm -hmm. And she sees it, uh, like him holding the sign. And that's when she's like, okay, yes, I'll marry you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Like, I would want to see this just because it has Owen Wilson. Because I want to see him say, wow, for the 10 millionth time. Wow. 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 But I've never been a big fan of Jennifer Lopez as an actress. But okay, yeah, I mean, I can, I can kind of see that. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. Mm, we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say no, dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. probably right there with you. This, this kind of, this kind of rom com isn't, isn't what I'm for. Yeah, like I am all for a rom com, but like this just is the wrong way to do it. Right. Right. So, if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on then. Okay. Uh, our last movie is Blacklight, which is rated PG-13. Trust, identity, and the danger of unchecked power push a covert operative to the edge in the intense action thriller Blacklight. Travis Block lives and fights in the shadows. A freelance government fixer, Block is a dangerous man whose assignments have included extracting agents out of deep cover situations. When Block discovers a shadowy program called Operation Unity is striking down ordinary citizens for reasons known only to Block's boss, FBI Chief Robinson, he enlists the help of a journalist. But his past and present collide when his daughter and granddaughter are threatened. Now Block needs to rescue the people he loves and expose the truth for a shot at redemption. Nothing and no one is safe when secrets are, are hidden in Blacklight. Uh, IMDB has this at a 6.0 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes does not have a score. 
and Metacritic does not have a score. I think this is the first time in a long time where I don't want to see anything that's really coming out this weekend. <laughs> it's rare. I mean, it's very when there's, rare. When there's multiple movies that are coming out. You, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's Liam Neeson. It is, yeah. He's got my name in it. I mean, I can rep that. That's cool. But it just seems they literally take his daughter. Oh, what does that remind you of, I wonder? And he he's he's an FBI a freelance government fixer, so he has a very particular set of skills. Oh, okay. That's so weird. Yeah, that's bizarre. How bizarre. Da, na, na, da, na, <laughs> How bizarre. Da. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> Uh, okay but uh yeah no it's i really i really i might watch it on streaming or on tv if it's on Mm -hmm. but i will not be going to theaters for this one at all like i would go see moonfall first before i saw this oh ouch i'm sorry to say that liam i really am because i really enjoy your acting but that movie just looked (sighs) not fun at all (laughs) Uh, let's see here. So, okay. So I'm just, I'm just looking at the guy who plays FBI chief Robinson mm-hmm. and that's Aiden Quinn, who apparently is Captain Thomas Gregson in elementary, the TV show. Okay. Which is the, you know, the this side, this Holmes. side of the, of the pond, yep. uh, Sherlock Holmes show mm-hmm. with uh, Lucy Liu, right? Yes. Yeah. As Watson. Yep. So, I don't, um, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see how, how it goes. And Blacklight, mm, meh. Marry me, meh. Yep. Death on the Nile, finally. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, you've been waiting on that one for a while. I have. I have. And it's finally coming to me. <laughs> but that is, all, that is all the movies that we have. Okay. So, that being said, Travis, do you have anything you want to say about the, the movies or any news or anything like that? Not that I can think of, sir. All right, well, then I do believe that it is about that time. Yay! Uh, oh, here it comes. Kill Trump. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. time and then we are recording finally and then and then we got the thing with the hose and what's it and the thingamabob and the yes and the gadgets and the gizmos and that there, there's only 19 thingamabobs not the 20 thingamabobs because mm-hmm. you know there's the one 20. stuff with the who's or yeah with the hoods or what's it's that will streamed that will be that will be streamed across multiple pets that's right it did have it did have uh phil collins didn't it it did i did not like that version of phil collins though no it was very wrong (laughs) (laughs) it is very wrong and not very phil collins Mm, correct Alrighty. (laughs) righty you know what else 
happens when I rub my fingers along the rusty spoon. Oh, what's that? They make a lovely melody that goes. Uh, jump, 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 jump. Uh, let me let me double check one thing here quick. Okay. Uh, go down to that. Well, that's something you can definitely learn on. Wait, wait, what? Wait, it's definitely something that you can learn learn on learn what? What am I saying? I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I was oh, gonna say that like. Was bad. One second. And one also. Second, one second. Hold on. Hold on. One second. Hold on. Wait. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, he didn't do it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was so anticlimactic. You don't. You don't get any movie news. You know what the. the I can't really the, think the of any movies to talk about. You don't want to talk about the news that you find with the movie news? You know, the, I really yeah, have nothing to talk about with any of the movies coming out lately. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we are stupid. I love it. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. I'm guessing this is... Yeah, this looks like him. Nope, don't know anything that he's been in. Uh, sorry, I'm just kind of closing tabs here quick. Closing tabs. <laughs> Bra, nah. Uh, bra, nah. <laughs> uh. Like spaghetti and meat sauce. Okay. <laughs> IMDB. Burp. 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 <laughs> Someday we'll find it. The rainbow Barrel connection. connection. Lovers. Well, dreamers. And dreamers. And, and me. me. La -dee -da -dee -da -da -da. That's all I got, man. <laughs> well, it sounds good, man. So then I think that, uh, so I guess it's that time. All right. Sounds good, good, bud. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Got him.